Well, hello, EK Nation. How are you today? This is Rob Howden for a new edition of Face to Face. Uh, I'm solo here today, David Cole. Uh, a well-deserved vacation away from the EKN studio and the EKN office, so it'll be me, myself, here today. Uh, and again, looking forward to this particular show of Face to Face, our 69th episode, as we're going to be talking to Chris Kardashian from the Route 66 Sprint Series. Obviously, uh, a lot of excitement around this program. Chris uh, getting ownership over the off-season, a lot of new ideas. Uh, we've had a we did a two-part one-on-one interview with him late last year with a lot of really cool concepts and the way they're going to approach things. But yeah, this is a new edition of the show. I'll be producing this by myself. So let me get as well, fire this up here, throw this out here with questions. If you have any questions for Chris, uh, feel free. Questions, comments, whatever you may have throughout the show, throw them up in the comments. I'll have a look at it and I'll be able to bring it in here as well. Uh, if you're watching this for the first time and joining us here on YouTube, make sure you give us a follow, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we have a ton of stuff lined up. This is one of our EKN primetime shows at seven o'clock here, Eastern time. Um, we're going to be having more shows like this kind of primetime shows in the evening, probably once, once a week, I would bet, you know, we do our this week in carding shows and a lot of our, of course, our podcasts with debriefs and, and, uh, and out, outlaps. And we've got a new round table discussion we're going to bring in here soon, but this is one of the shows that you're going to have on a regular basis, usually on a Tuesday or a Wednesday evening. Let's bring Chris in right now. Might as well bring the guest in. Dave's not here for me to banter back and forth. So Chris, great to have you with us here at face to face. Thanks for taking some time out of your evening. Hey Rob, thank you for having me. And uh, no hard questions from uh, from right. anybody. Just I'll easy ones. Listen, well, folks, if you can lob them down the middle, please. We'd like to have a nice soft one down the middle that Chris can knock out of the park. Yeah, uh, but really, any questions? It's all it's all good. Well, that's what this is about. This is really kind of a uh, a fact finding mission. This is going to give you the opportunity to talk to people. We're going to obviously anybody can always obviously come back and watch this on on YouTube as well, which is great. We'll make sure we have the link out there tomorrow. Uh, but Chris, let's get started. The, I think the first thing is obviously people have known about the Route 66 Sprint Series. It's been around a long time. I don't know how exactly how many twenty plus it's twenty years or something like that, isn't it? Was the was it the Midwest Sprint Series before that? It or was something? Midwest Sprint Series yeah. before. It's been around yeah. forever. It has. And, so, and don't, that's one question I can't answer. I don't know when it started. I don't even know. <laughs> I just I don't. don't I just don't want it to end with me. So no. Well, listen. You got you got <laughs> things to do. Let's let's start with this. Obviously, for those of you who may not know, it's a it's a series that has been around the Midwest for many years. This year, it's going to be uh, in two states, both Indiana and Wisconsin, for four races, a four race weekends. Before we even get into the schedule and the lineup of classes, what? What made a racing dad, because your son Alex obviously races and has raced in, in many years past, what what motivated you to decide you were going to buy a racing series? Yeah, I should uh, I should be more prepared to answer that question because I get <laughs> asked it a lot. I bet. There really isn't one thing I can point to. Okay. I, uh, I retired in 2022 from my day job, and, and I was kind of planning it for a while, okay. and everybody said, you're going to get bored. You're going to get bored, right? I'm probably a little bit high strung and I got to keep busy, keep going. And I just, so many people told me that I got to do something. So, you know, what do you do? You try and follow something along your passion. So I love karting. I've tried to be in and involved in karting in different ways with the whole retirement thing. You know, I was looking for something else to do in karting. I think the stars were aligned with Mark. He's obviously growing. Uh, USBKS a lot, doing yeah. an awesome job there. And uh, I just, I think the stars aligned that it made sense. I'll tell you the other piece of this that's always mattered to me, um, the life lessons. I think karting brings family together. Agreed. And 
anytime the family's together, there's really a lot of teaching opportunities. Um, people have heard me talk about it over and over again, uh, both as me being a race director or involved in, in the sport in different ways, but it's about respect. I can't open up an email, talk to you, talk to a race team without somebody complaining about the driving on track. Uh, right now, there's, a, there's an effort to do a press release with a bunch of uh, different organizations, tracks, race teams, just about cleaning up the driving. So that's always been a passion for me is respect on track, respect off track. So when you look at those three things, the fact that I have a passion for the sport, I was retired, I didn't want to be bored, although clearly all that advice I got probably wasn't so good because... <laughs> I'm not bored. I got uh, I got more on my plate than I can handle. So I think that's that's really the combination of those three things. You know, I, I would say, Chris, because I've been in the sport for 25, 27 years now as well. Um, some people may have called you crazy, but I, in, in my mind, if you're retiring and you're a car, I think it's a great idea, to be honest, because you're, you're, you're still very into it. You connect with the industry. It's not a one on kind of show. And, I, and I've, I've said this. People ask me about they always ask me what kind of a day I'm having at the racetrack. I said, my days are always great. It's never too high. It's never too low. I don't feel, you know, I'm not there for that, you know, the, the thrill of victory, but I'm never there for the agony of defeat either. I just get to enjoy sure. the race weekend. So yeah, you'll deal with a lot of BS. People will be chirping at you, but ideally if done things are done right, you're going to be more enjoying, you know, people saying, Hey, thank you so much for what you've done. So I understand completely uh, getting into it as a, as a, as a series owner, it's only four weekends, but people don't realize how much work it takes to put four race weekends on. Am I correct with that? Yeah. So <laughs> so Jill, Jill Dean um, is my operations manager. She's kind of replaced what Tim Coyan uh, was doing for Mark. And I told Jill, I bet a hundred times, Jill, it's only four races. How hard can this be? <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're a month away and, you know, we still got things to, to get squared away. So yeah, it is hard. Honestly, for us, it's hard because there's a lot of things we don't know. Yeah. I think once we get to that first event, that um, going to Newcastle, established track, Mike Adams, he's he's going to help us. Uh, we'll be all right. But uh, yeah, it's only four events. How hard can it be? <laughs> Look, I want to preface this too. We'll, we're, folks, just so you know, we'll get into the schedule, work our way through the schedule. We'll talk about the class structure and the way it's been it's been uh, turned around a little bit. And then we'll talk, talk about some of the focuses Chris has with class structure. We're also going to go into the weekend format, talk about tire rules. We're going to kind of give you a lot of information that has come out over the last little while about the Route 66 Sprint Series. Uh, but I think I, I wanted to take this opportunity because like you said, you're, you're new to this. Uh, I want to introduce you to a lot of people, you know, coast to coast that may not know you. I know you've been with, you've had already had an interview on Cart Chaser. We're trying to do the same thing with EK Nation here. Uh, and where I want to go with it, because I think this is key. Um, you've been the father, right? You've been a racer's dad. So you've been on that side of the coin already. And I think that a lot of times when some people come in as just a promoter, or maybe they're a racer themselves, uh, you kind of raced yourself a little bit for a short amount of time, but you mainly spent the time with your son, Alex. It's for me, it's, you're going to have that understanding of what the families are thinking when you're trackside. And I think that is such a valuable perspective to be able to have as a promoter. I, you know, I really couldn't tell you other promoters what their background is. Um, but for me, yeah, I'm a dad. And in fact, Alexander still races, right? Yep. We race super Nats. He's going to race um, the whole route 66 season. I hope. 
Um, that's my wish. Uh, he called me up a couple of days ago and he's really anxious to race at our local club too. So we're trying to figure out how to do it where he's racing a route 66 and either a club race the weekend before or the weekend after. So clearly I have a, the perspective of a racer dad. And, and, and I would say to everybody out there, that's a racer mom or dad. I will always understand what motivates you, what excites you and what frustrates you because it's the same things I have. If somebody leaves the track and they're not in a good mood, do I have to ask you or anybody else that's listening to this, why they're upset? Yeah. Their kid got knocked off the track, right? Something (laughs) happened. It's always about, goes back to that word respect. So I don't want to get too deep and serious on this, but I really want to improve the, the, the on-track driving. Um, I've talked to some IndyCar teams. Um, they don't like what they see. They don't like all the banging. It's they don't true. want that. In, I, in work, I work car. in that industry. Trust me. I work That's in that right. series. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's crazy so, racing. Yeah. So they don't like it. Uh, and I think that there's a dream that probably every kid has to race at a higher level. The fact that I'm a regional series, I think that I'm that stepping stone from the club before the national. Yeah. I mean, if I can start teaching those lessons about respect on the track today, then I think that's going to help at the national level and we can create champions that are, are deserving. Um, I like so that. I, I've got the will to make those calls. Um, maybe it will be popular. Maybe it won't. But if I don't have parents leaving at the end of the weekend saying that's the last dollar I'm going to spend with X, Y, or Z series, then I think I've accomplished something. Yeah, that's good. I like it. All right, so let's dive into the program itself. I'll, I'll kind of go through the schedule for people, um, and then you can get we can kind of go through the the, uh, the the events and you can talk about what you're excited about for each event. We're only about six weeks away, May the 19th to the 21st, the week before Memorial Day weekend, Newcastle Motorsports Park. You mentioned you'll be there with Mike Adams and the whole uh, Dismore family there. Fantastic people. Plug and play normally to go in because they know their stuff. I've been working with with Mike for over 20 years, I think, back in the Stars of Karting days, and he knows his stuff for sure. Uh, And again, as I said, Indiana and Wisconsin. So we start in Indiana. We come back to Wisconsin. Uh, to Briggs and Stratton Motorplex at Road America. I love that racetrack. I love the whole facility, but the car track is amazing. That is July the 7th, 8th, and 9th, first week of July. Then we go to August, middle of August, the 11th, the 13th. We are back to Indiana to Whiteland Raceway Park. Um, Sarah, awesome. Fisher and, Sarah Fisher and Andy O'Gara have put so much money into that place. I actually rented a garage there because I was so excited about what they're doing. Uh, amazing what they've done there. She had taken this Route 66. Here's this big regional program to Whiteland, which I think is amazing. And then you'll wrap things off. September 8th, 9th, and 10th, really one of the legendary racetracks, I think, in all of American karting, and that's Dousman, uh, Millwright Raceway, Bad the Badger Car Club. It's been around forever. Uh, so May, July, August, September, good spread on the dates as well. You know, you're not racing in June, you're not racing in August, but a good spread on the dates. Uh, let's let's just kind of go one one by one through. Uh, let's, let's start with your excitement and get ready to go to Newcastle, because let's be real, you're starting at one of the premier facilities in North American karting. Yeah, I mean, that was... That was a no-brainer. I mean, first of all, when you're from Minnesota, you know in the month of May, it can snow. And <laughs> and actually, last year, Route did race at Newcastle. I think it was at the end of April, and it snowed there. Wow. Uh, so 
you know, if I want to have decent weather, Newcastle is a place to go. But really for us, it was goes back to it's our first event. There's a lot for us to learn. Mike Adams, incredible, right? Yeah. So supportive. Um, timing and scoring, he's just told me, don't worry about it, Chris, right? The things that keep me up at night, registration, which we should talk about, by the way, today. One of us should make a note. We got to talk about that. I got um, but registration and timing and scoring keep me up at night. And Mike is, I'm going to be in there the whole time. Don't worry about it. I got it. So that kind of attitude and uh, and teamwork, right? He does not want to see us fail. And no, yeah, and I'm and I'm close to the to the Dismore family. They're a huge partner of mine in, in a lot of ways. Um, it's a perfect place to do it. Uh, the weekend before the the 500, uh, it's just the timing of it worked out perfect. I love it. From there, you go uh, again back to Road America, as I said. Uh, again, that's the first the second week of first week of July, I think. Yeah, right. Since yep. the first week of July, transit. Uh, Trans Am weekend. So it's, it'll be it's, a a, it's a car weekend. It's a car. So, so you're going to, I mean, most people are hearing this. We're going to focus on fun, right? We're all there to race, Yeah. but we're going to have fun too. And the, the road America weekend was really important for me. And I think it was important to road America as well, because the Trans Am is a, is a fun event. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're piggybacked on, uh, on Trans Am weekend. That is amazing. I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, July, I mean, August 11th to the 13th down to Whiteland. We kind of talked about it a little bit there. They've done, they poured so much money into that track. Uh, it's been around for 60 something years as well. I think the longest running racetrack, I think in the sport at this point, continually running racetrack, all the work they've done to that place. Uh, one of your, you know, one of your primary partners and people, big supporters, NPG Motorsports as well is now uh, putting their shop in there, big garage there yep. as well. So AMAX too, right? AMAX yeah, and yeah. MPG. That's right. I talked to Brandy um, about that. That's huge. They, uh, they both stepped up. Uh, I know you're going through schedule, but I'll tell you, there's, a, there are two awesome examples. So I originally, before I bought this thing, I talked to four people and I won't go through all the detail, but I'll give you the, 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 Quick, short version. Yep. Talk to Lemke. His answer was it was no fun. Okay, so that's one of my pillars. We're going to make this thing fun. Next guy I talked to was Chase Jones. Too expensive for regional racing. Too much time away for the team. Too much time away for the mechanics. Too much time away for the drivers. So that was the second conversation I had. So what did we do? We're shortening up the event. We're trying to drive costs out. The third guy, and by the way, Chase told me, I was asking him for some advice. He said, Chris, I'll tell you, but I'm also going to tell you we're not racing Route 66 next year. And he's now a partner for yeah, us. Now partners, in the series, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and AMAX, so AMAX was the third, uh, Charles and his wife, Brandy, were the third people I talked to. They didn't see a value as a partner slash sponsor they weren't they didn't feel they were getting a good value he actually upped his investment he's now going to be a title sponsor That's awesome. in 2023 um and then the, the fourth one was goes back to the whole idea of respect uh josh holtz though and, and his concern was his drivers that were mid-pack and all the banging around that they were getting those are the literally the first four people I talked to, and they they basically created the pillars from what we're basing the foundation of what we're going to try and do. 
we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawlison Performance Group. We race to win. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store, and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs and Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Anyway, so... so let, me, let, me, let me add this in here. because So if you're watching this on YouTube right now, when it gets done and we're all wrapped up here, I will, I'll put the link to the, the two-part article that we, that we did. We did that interview with you back in, I think it was November, um, where you talked about all your pillars. I'll link that down there because it's a really good okay. in-depth kind of on your focus on what you're doing, right? Kind of the, kind of the pillars of, of what you're doing. We'll, we'll, we'll tag to that as well because that's, like you said... The minute you did this, you went out and said, "Hey, you guys are my you guys are my customer base. This is you're, you're the community. Tell me what's going on." And then anytime you can get input like that and really sit down and talk to somebody and get some input, you can make some really valuable changes, like you've already done, I think. Yeah, but you know, to to the schedule, I have there's there's a lot of people who would like to race at some different tracks. I had to make a decision about where we're going to race, and honestly, it wasn't hard. What I did is I looked at what are the clubs and who are the clubs that are investing in the sport. Mm-hmm. 
if a club is investing in the sport, then I should be investing in them. And if, if there's a club that's not investing, then I shouldn't. Who's investing right now, today, more than Andy O'Gare and Sarah Fisher? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that track is doubling in length. The whole thing's being repaved. The whole property is being expanded with garages and buildings and RV parking and electrical service and new lights. I mean, it's, it is staggering yeah. what they've done. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I am super excited about all four venues. I didn't know a damn thing about Whiteland. But it didn't take more than about 10 minutes with Andy sitting in my bus. <laughs> yeah. And I said, okay, we're racing there. That's awesome. Anyway, and then the fourth yep. event, obviously, is is Dousman. They just repaved they the just whole repaved. facility, other than the new the new section. So yep. they're they're always investing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and listen, and, awesome and events. David Cole and I talk about this ad nauseum. I know people get bored of it, but you know, regional series are they're designed to to run the classes that are run at the club level, right? And so you're running KA, you're running Briggs. That's what you're going to see at 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 Road America, at Dousman, at Whiteland at uh, at Newcastle. So this is key, man. This is the, the idea is to if you do your if, if everything works well, you draw the best ten guys and girls from each category from each of those races. There should be forty drivers in every one of your classes. If the top if the if the top ten club racers want to go regional racing, it's only four weekends, like you said. Boom, there we that, that's what that in in a perfect world is what it should be. Yeah, that's right. It's exactly what we want. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Pull, pull the top, top 10 from, from those clubs. Yeah. And, uh, and train them, teach them for the, for that next level and, and have the family fun. Right. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about the classes, but we're really going to be focused on kid carts. Yeah. Um, I well, want the whole family we'll, to be we'll roll, there. Let's, let's roll on it. We're going to roll right into class structure right now. Let's go. Kid okay. carts Cause I think that's one of your key things right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really important to me. We have to see if the families with the kids are going to come out or not. But the whole idea is to bring some family fun uh, to, the, to the series. Uh, I think that our tagline, I shouldn't say I think, but great tracks, great racing, great fun. We're going to – that's our premise, right? Yeah. So if the family is going to come and if we want it to be a family event, there's – older kids there's younger kids and a lot of these families have kids that are in kid carts but they generally don't take them to a regional or to a national there's probably different reasons number one it's expensive but we're dropping the price down pretty significantly to get into the kid cart class we're also not not going to have it be exhibition it's going to be a championship class there have been so a lot of people be asking for that yep yeah, same trophies, right? So we're going to have big trophies for first place and smaller trophies down to fifth place. Um, and I believe that if we focus on that class, we promote it, we work with the clubs, um, we price it right, hopefully we can bring people in and now the whole family can have fun together. When we start rolling into a couple of things, weekend format and tire rules, folks, you're going to hear a little bit more about the affordability and the, and the changes that have been made that, that Chris is doing. And again, I've got Chris Kardashian with me, with me, the owner and promoter of the Route 66 Sprint Series. Let's look at the, the class structure. Four cycle, two cycle, essentially it's Briggs 206, and it's the uh, the Swift engines and the KA100 engines from Miami. You're running the kid carts. You're running a 206 Sportsman, Junior, and Senior. 
Yeah. And then you're also running the micro and mini swift in the, uh, in the two cycle plus KA 100 junior senior. And you have a KA 100 masters category, which I love. Uh, I don't yep. care if it's on a 206 masters. At least there's a masters category there because a lot of masters drivers, I think are going to enjoy running a national series. And you, there's some great groups of KA 100 masters up there, you know, Badger yep. being one of them, a ton of, a ton of drivers. Yeah, you're right. And, and, uh, some of our sponsors, uh, Partners are big into the KA Masters. I just got to get one guy to sign up to race KA Masters, and I'm I'm perfect. I'm home free. You know who that yeah. is? Who's that? Rob Howden. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you know how busy my schedule. I'll yeah, yeah. I need to get you to come <laughs> join us for an event. I'll, All right, I'll look at my schedule. I'll, I'll give you an engine. I'll pay. I, I, I'll, yeah, we'll figure something. All right. We'll figure something out. I'll look at it. Right. I would love to. You know how much I would love to for sure. Oh, yeah. I'd love 100%. to have you there. So do you want to go through your sponsors? Because I'll, I'm looking down at your at your, um, at your your class structure. And, and man, everybody's, everybody's sponsored. You got people on board, which makes me really happy. Yeah. So this is always hard for me to talk about the partners. It isn't just my series. No. The, the series, the sport wouldn't exist without these people investing. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you everybody that's invested in us. Our title sponsors are MG, IAMI, Franklin, Amax, Millwright, Mills Pallet. Here's the cool thing, and I'll, and I'll, as I go through our other partners, a lot of these guys aren't race shops. They're just guys like you and me who have a passion for the sport and they say, what can I do to help? I love that. And they're putting their own money into it, right? Bill Millwright, Mills Pallet, they're putting their own money into it. Um, Allison, BBS, Quicksim, that's, uh, that's Bill Lemke, right? So one of the things I need to ask everybody is if you're building a swimming pool and you live in Wisconsin, damn it, you got to call Lemke. Right? That's it. That's and, it, right? And, and that's, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's the right thing to do. Mill Rock is joining us. Cart Circuit Audubon. So maybe that's a bit of an unusual one, right? He hasn't done any kind of a partnership with the series, at least not with Route 66. But he's trying to build a club at that, at that facility. Yep. At Joliet. And when I talked to them, I said, there's nobody who's going to promote your series like I am. We will promote that series all day long, and we will encourage our racers to go check out your place. So, right, so we really want to make this thing go, work both ways. Mac Paving, uh, Brian McAndrews, he, he and I chatted. He said, hey, I want to partner with you. What can I do? Right? He doesn't have a race shop. Um, Whiteland Raceway Park, One Power Sports, MPG, the Chase Jones, Mike Doty Racing, Perkins Construction, B&B Electric, DNJ, uh, Joe Tobel, yeah. uh, Holtz Driver Development, Technocart, Cartlift, Comet Cart Sales, Elf <laughs> Oil, Branding Speed. They've got a Fritz Wilkie's got a book. It's a great book. We'll sell the book through the series, but it's all about promoting yourself. Um, the Coleman family, uh, family, Briggs and Stratton, BP Racing Fuel. Yeah, we've got a lot of people that have, and we need more. Yeah. We well, still need more. Do you have room for more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to, th this whole idea of having the, 
the Badger Cup Challenge and the Hoosier Cup Challenge. You and I so, talked about. Okay, you and I talked about that I before know. we came on air. Let's let's. You, you again, want me to wait? No, let's let's do it right now. We're, like I said, we're going to get into the weekend format and Tyrell's after. But we kind of now that we've talked about the schedule to Indiana to Wisconsin. So talk about this kind of a pair of two race mini series you've got going on. That's right. So look, this is about fun. I, I, you guys are going to get tired of me saying it. We're going to do a lot of things. You know, some of them are probably stupid, but we're going to have not one, not two, not three, but probably four inflatables at Newcastle. I don't know that we'll have four inflatables at every track, but again, things for the kids to play with. There's a lot of other things we're going to do in the area of games and awards and, and things like that. But one of the things that we want to do just to create some more fun is to create a bit of a mini series within the, the overall championship because we have two races in Indiana and two races in Wisconsin, we're going to create that mini cup challenge or the mini championship uh, just for the two Wisconsin races and for the two Indiana races. And these will be pretty special trophies, right? They'll be like a championship level trophy. Yep. And that will be based on whoever gets the most points for those two races in Indiana and whoever scores the most points for the two races in Wisconsin, just something else. For, look at to this day, I love winning trophies, right? Or my kid loves winning trophies. <laughs> um, trophies are, are fun, right? You get a collection of them. So we're not racing for a lot of money here. So we, we race for trophies, but the other thing that we'll do, because I am very, very committed to both the 206 and to the IAMI program. In the senior category for 206 and the senior category for IAMI, um, we will have some some prize money. You so, are going to put some money up. Cool. Yep. Yep. For those for those two classes only for whoever wins that, that mini championship. So – no one's going to retire on it, but we're looking at somewhere around $550 for first, $275 for second, and a set of tires for third. So, you know, you'll also see as we talk about pricing and registration, our registration price will be lower in 2023 than it was in 2022. And that's really not an easy thing to do. Wow. Um, but the, the deal on that is if you sign up for two, three, or four events, then the price will be lower. I was just going to okay. ask you, do you have a full package price available? Yeah, it's $255 per event if you sign up for two, three, or four. Um, and then if you do two classes, the second class will be discounted by $50. Oh, okay. So right. two things that we didn't do in the past with route. Yeah. So we're, I can't. You know, I'm not selling tires, right? This is a lot of people that have been consultants to me have said, Chris, you got to sell tires. The series has got to sell tires. You know that, it's right? It's a common thought right now, 100%. Right. And it's a, it's a revenue stream. It really is. If you're not yeah. going to do it, that's going to, you know, it's going to help but, the shops around you. But if I sell tires, then all those race teams that are investing in the series, then they're not going to sell tires. So how is that right? Right. They're investing in me and then I'm, I'm taking money out of their pocket. So yeah. I'm extremely committed to the race teams, the race shops to have their business be profitable. And if I take away the tire sales, it isn't, I'm, I'm not helping that cause. So we're not going to sell tires. Um, 
we're going to figure out a way to drive costs down, even though I'm not selling uh, some of those accessory items. So let's so let's talk tires first. I mean, that's the way to go then at this point here. So if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. A max two set of drives for the weekend. If you're in the if you're in the four cycle category, if you're in the two cycle category, one set for practice. They don't have to be new. So you can do a newer used, right? You can bring used tires to practice on. And we'll talk about the practice again because Friday is only a half day of practice on Friday, and then then practice in the morning again on Saturday as well. You can you can travel Friday morning. You don't need to travel Thursday. It's about shortening these days, which I think is awesome. Make it make it a little easier. Um, but you do so for qualifying. Uh, the two heats and the main event you uh, for two cycle, you start with a fresh set of tires and qualifying new tires. Yeah. Yeah. You have to start so, with new so tires. So you're right. So in, in two cycle, you'll qualify on new tires. We're going to, you know, we're going to a one event format, but the number of laps that we're going to have will be the same, hopefully more than, than a two event format. So I'm not worried about tires and I don't think anybody else is. We had no problems running an MG red in a KA senior class for a weekend. And everybody's on the same tires anyways. I like tire management. That's right. Even if that's you have right. to. I like that. Now, that's right. For, the, for the key four, is yeah. practice, right? Yes. So hell or high water, we're driving costs out of this program. Yeah. And we're driving the cost out by eliminating a Wednesday practice and a Thursday practice. And oh, by the way, do you think any racetrack right now is happy with me? That we're, <laughs> not for that. Not that part. No, right? Yeah. They want people to be practicing Wednesday, Thursday. But if we're going to grow the numbers, if we're going to grow the sport, we got to shorten the weekend. So on in two cycle, and I'm make this very clear: don't bring three or four or five sets of tires, because we will scan practice tires. You get a set of practice tires for three rounds of practice on Friday, and there's three rounds of practice on Saturday. One you don't set, have to do one set. One set for practice, and if I do that. I'm going to get people coming from the clubs to come race because they can afford it. Agreed. And that set for practice does not need to be new in two cycle. Probably a lot of guys will have new, new tires, but at least it's two sets, right? Everybody in K junior and K senior and K masters would put on a new set for happy hour at a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. And if we had practice all day, Thursday, you got a set for practice on Thursday. You have a set of practice for Friday. You have a third set for happy hour. You have a fourth set for qualifying. So I just cut the tire bill by fifty percent. Exactly that. Yeah. And, and, and in four cycle, you don't even you, you're four cycle. You can do used tires all weekend if you want, right? You can come in with one set of used yep. or new and race it for the whole weekend. You do not need to start with new tires for quality in four cycle. In four cycle. Okay. Very so interesting. I, you know, I, I think that the tires, I think we've chatted about this in the past. Tires used to be, they've always been over $200. Yep. You know, they're 230 or whatever they are, but it's still too, call it by the time you pay sales tax, you're paying 250 bucks for a set of tires. If you have four sets of tires, that's a thousand dollars. A thousand bucks. Yeah. And, right. and if no. I, yeah. if I've had some pushback from, some people, some racers, they say, well, why can't we have a third set of tires? Why can't we this? Why can't we have that? And my answer is go talk to F1, go talk to IndyCar, see if those people have limits on tires. They do. Yeah, they do. There's not a racing series that doesn't limit, but karting 
at least to my through my experience, there's never been a limit on tires. No, you could you could literally go to a, any of the USPKS Scusa and just throw tires and practice all day long. You can easily do that. It doesn't help you that much, but you could you know you could obviously well, do it. Yeah, and, and guess who's done that, right? We ran two classes at Scusa. I think we went with ten sets of tires plus oh, rain tires. Yep. So yeah, you know what my tire bill was. <laughs> exactly. What did it get me? So, okay, so we talked about that. So you've already said this. Half day of practice on Friday, so people can drive in on Friday morning. Half day of practice on Friday. Two o'clock start ballpark. Yeah, that's amazing. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the super soft green SS and the intermediate white IZ optional compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full karting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Kart Sales family today. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. So, and then practice again on, because we have a question here. I'm going to bring this in. So, John Pitenpole, I think it is. Pitenpole. He says, how, how can you have more laps with one less race <laughs> dirt per weekend? Now, it's pretty easy to do. You take the laps, and because you guys are doing qualifying, two heat races, and a final, right? Yeah. So, technically, there's qualifying. There's shootout qualifying. Well, we got to get to the shootout too. Yeah, because yeah. that's part of the fun factor. Yeah. And then sat, uh, Sunday, there'll be warm-up, heat race, and a final. So basically, we, we knock out qualifying on Sunday, right? Now we can use that. 
time to lengthen all the races. We will have longer races, period. Absolutely. And, and here's the other thing that longer races do. It's more fun for the drivers, but I think, I think it's going to help eliminate some of the bonsai moves that people make at the beginning or throughout the race, right? If a race is eight laps or six laps, if it's a longer track, everybody feels the need if they had a bad qualifying or some bad heat to make bonsai moves. Let's give the people more time to use racecraft and move move their way up. You eliminate so definitely the, longer you, races. You eliminate the urgency. That's right. Right. Exactly. Really That's the right word to use. Eliminate yeah. the urgency. So uh, practice a short three lap qualifying session, which I love. I love short qualifying sessions. Get it in, get it done. But then this <laughs> is the, the best part. Yeah. So the, the qualifying shootout for class with 15 or more, let's make sure there's lots of them with 15 or more. You guys are going to take the top five. You re-rack them one lap. One lap. I love pressure. No, me too. Me too. I and it's it. another teaching opportunity for yeah. our kids. Yeah. Right? In business and in life to, to perform under pressure. So there, there'll be a warm-up or an out-lap, and it's one lap. And guess what? There's only the top five. There's, it's truly going to be about the driver. There's not going to be any drafting. Right, Steve will be our grid guy. Yep, you're gonna get, He's yeah, going to yep. separate these guys by whatever, 10 seconds. So it's all on the driver, all in, one lap, and we're going to put more points on qualifying than we've ever done in the past. I exciting. Yeah, I think it's super exciting. It's going to be fun. People are going to be on the fence watching it. You know, or, or or looking at their at, at their at their iPhone, their phones, right? Mobile devices watching race monitor, or race hair, whatever you use. I think it's going to be. I love. It. That's amazing. Um, where I do want to go next, we talked about the sponsors already. One of the things I kind of want to get into real quickly, just your overall series approach and the culture, but I want to talk about the staff because I think, you know, you know, obviously the time they're kind of the forward facing um, connections, right? They're, they're your, your, your personalities, your brand managers, they're your ambassadors. They're, they're the people that, you know, really sell the culture. Who do you got put together? Can, can you go through some of the staff that you have? I know you've put together some, some people that have been with yeah. you around you for quite a while. It really hasn't changed that much. Okay. Which is, I wouldn't be doing this if it had changed a lot. Okay. Um, Rick and Al, you know, Rick is, is running tech. Um, Al Weisensell, Rick Jump, Al Weisensell is, is running tech with Rick. Um, I'll be bringing in Emily Lemke, right? We're scanning tires every session. Yeah. So Rick and Al are going to be busy. Emily will help. And Emily's worked with Route 66. She's done a great job. So really... Tech is the part that I know nothing about. Anybody who knows me knows I wouldn't know what a head is from a cylinder. Um, I just, I don't want to be involved. In fact, I'm really not going to be involved in the, in the operations during a race event. I've got my son and I've got our own little race team. That's the way to do it. That's yeah. It. So I'm, I'm hands off, you know, something happens that I need to talk to somebody, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm there, but I'm, I'm completely removed from the, from the operations. So the other key people, Jill Dean, which I mentioned earlier is my operations manager. She's really doing everything in the background. She has been since January. She's working, really working her tail off and, you know, don't tell anybody this, but I'm really underpaying her. <laughs> She's um, lovely. Perfect. Yeah. So I just, I need to, 
to make it make that good and I'll, I'll do my best and then her husband dan dean uh will also be working so basically jill and dan will be working the trailer registration they'll do some uh the scale line uh just w wherever we need to do things uh we are going to sell fuel through the series at the two wisconsin events so one an, an example of trying to drive costs out Typically, a pail, a five-gallon pail of fuel is $100. We're trying to target $60 or a 40% price decrease on fuel. So uh, Jill and Dan will be taking care of that. Uh, Nate Dean, their son, and Carter Pease uh, will be doing our broadcasting. A yep. couple of young guys love racing, understand the sport. Um, that's going to be awesome. Patrick Olson, who did race director last year for the series, he's back. Um, and then his whole staff, Porter, Brian, Preston, they're all three back. So that whole on-track staff is the same. Steve Everett will be uh, our grid guy. Bob Kreppen will do scale and, and a few other things. So that whole staff that was there last year is back. You know, basically the coins needed some, a little bit of a break, right? It was just a, a lot of their life has been spent between route and USPKS. Yeah, indeed. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got the same crew. I'm and excited. You, and there's you know there's a, a cool thing is when you have the consistency like that, they know each other, they work as a team well. Uh, I'm sure you got to be excited for for uh, uh, for Newcastle. It's not that far away, Chris. Like it's like six weeks. It's, okay, you don't have to repeat. I that. should. I shouldn't. I shouldn't beat on you. Right now. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so we speaking of six weeks, we are going to be bringing. Uh, registration online here in the next few days okay um just because i i know i'll forget this we're going to be using race select all right race select will be our registration platform uh for all four route races uh we're actually going to use them for some of the tech tools as well so we've been working very very hard with race select to get everything built the that route 66 needs I would say within the next week or just over a week, uh, we'll have registration open. I mentioned earlier that if you sign up for two, three, or four events, the discount will be down to two fifty-five. I don't know exactly what that deadline is, but somewhere around May first. So there's a one chance to get that right. If you register between when we open up and somewhere around the beginning of May. Uh, that will be the price. Okay. So okay. And, we'll, we'll, and we'll make sure we have that on e, in e-carding news, folks. If you're looking for that, we'll work perfect. with Chris. We'll make sure uh, we have the link. We'll put it all through. We'll have it up on the website. Uh, and that way you'll be able to, we'll have it on social media as well. So yeah, registration through Race Select, as you said. Uh, yeah, again, we're six weeks away. It seems to me like everything's coming together. You, you got a chance to mention some of the big teams uh, and the big operations that have come on board, some just family members and racing, racing, you know, people that have, you know, parents that have stepped up to want to support this. It was interesting, you know, you and I talked before about, about the fact that MPG Motorsports, you know, Chase was really honest with you that they probably weren't going to run Route 66 this year, but now they're on board. Is that, that's got to give you some kind of a, a feeling of, of positivity and momentum when you can you get some of the people, the bigger players who weren't coming that are now coming, who are of course then going to be like spokespersons for you, right? It's It seems like the momentum is there. It took the wind out of my sail when we were at Audubon and Mark and I had a, basically had a verbal and I went and asked Chase, you know, what does the series need? 
<laughs> basically it needs a few things, but it doesn't really matter because I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I mean, that was a that was a gut punch, man. I guess I guess it would Big be time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I'm forever indebted to Chase and and Billy Vincent for changing their mind and not only saying that they'll race, but they've partnered with us and they've invested in this in the series. And there's others. You know, I never really went through the rest. I, I'm going to just read them off real quick. But Please. A lot of these guys haven't necessarily been partners with the series. And as I read these quickly, please go to the web page and look at who these people are. They're investing their, their money, their hard-earned money. Um, Allison Racing Engines, BBS Racing Engines, QuickSim, Millrock, Cart Circuit Audubon, Mac Paving, Whiteland Raceway Park, One Power Sports, MPG, like we've talked about, Mike Doty Racing. You know, Mike's become a really good friend. I don't know that Mike Doty is going to actually bring people to Route 66, but he wants to see us succeed. Yeah. Um, Perkins Construction, B&B Electric, D&J, Coach Driver Development, Technicart, Cartlift. Did I did I go through these before? You already did, okay. but do it again. I like All it. All right, Comic Car Sales, Fires Elf Oil. Yeah, so <laughs> I did. I apologize. I forgot. But we can't do it without these guys. No. So we need to support them. We need to thank them. Um, God knows I'm trying to thank them as often as I can. Chris, what's what does a successful season look like for you? Like I, that's kind of let's kind of wrap it up with that. Obviously, you, you you're getting out of, out of the way. Is are there numbers you need? Is you know, are there just is it smiles that when people are leaving? Is it you know it's obviously you know this sport is supposed to be fun. Da David Cole likes to use the term the sport is what you make of it, right? It's so much it's so much it's different things for different people at the regional level. It doesn't have to be the same as it has to be for people at the national level or trying to become professionals. Regional racing is really about for a lot of people they're kind of end racing the high quality of racing, or it's a chance for club racers to kind of step up to the next level. To me, I think success can probably be gauged by people, you know, packing up the trailer, having a cold beer and being happy as heck on Sunday night. Yeah. So there's, it's still a business, right? It's, it can't run in the red. It's got to run in the black. Yeah. So we're very focused on that, but the measuring stick it's what you're saying is at the end of the weekend, are people going to leave saying, I'm never going to be back to a route race or are people leaving smiling, right? We want to get people out earlier Sunday. We want the day to end a little bit earlier Saturday so we can enjoy dinner, mm -hmm. right? We, we've got some games some competition. Um, we're actually going to give away a pair of tickets to the Indianapolis 500 All on right. Saturday night. Um, and that will be based on, winning one of the games that you got to sign up for. So there'll be more details on that. So it's about having fun. And if people can leave, you know, do I want hundred people to show up? No, I don't. Right. We'd like to see some, some strong numbers, but if we had, however many came, if people left and had fun and said, we're going to go tell our friends to come race route 66, then we've had a wonderful success. Yeah. So the true. measuring stick, for me, it's fun. If people leave saying they had fun, and obviously, you know, the safety thing is is big, right? I think that ties into the whole respect as well. Um, people are not doing the sport to have their kids get hurt or to spend a lot of money having to replace go-karts. We've got to clean up that sport. 
We yep. can't be doing bonsai passes. We can't be punting people from behind. All that stuff that drives me crazy, we want to clean that up. If we can clean up the driving so people have fun, we were successful for the year. I love it. And listen, you mentioned the fact that it is, it is a business. And I think that's one of the things that I'm one of the per people that, that push this on. You kind of want to make sure that the person that's running your races is making money. Because if they're making money, they're doing the right thing because the customers are happy. It's just like any kind of business, right? If your customers are happy and they're buying your product, it should be profitable. So ideally, you'll be a profitable company. It'll work well. People will be happy and they'll keep coming back. The more people you have, the better. And you said it. Word of mouth is very, very, uh, it's a very powerful thing especially if you've, if you've come out of the gate strongly at Newcastle. I have a feeling that the, that the opening rounds can be pretty big. I have a feeling. I hope so. Yeah, it'll be awesome. And right, every event's got something fun planned. Uh, we're going to have a band. We're going to do some fancy cookouts. Um, a lot of people are doing what they can to make sure that we succeed. We're still looking for partners. If there's, if somebody has an interest in partnering with the series, love to have you on board. There it is. Yeah, feel free to reach out to Chris, folks. You can reach out to us as well. We'll be able to hook you up with Chris if you're looking for a series to get connected with. This is a big one, obviously, kind of Wisconsin, Indiana, a couple of different uh, mini series we've talked about as well. This is going to be a fantastic series for that part of the country for sure. And again, yeah, I think the coolest thing is it's, it's it's still Route 66, but you have put so much of yourself into it, your concepts in it, your pillars as you've talked about. Uh, it'll be really interesting because it'll be a, it'll have a different, a little bit of a different feel, even though it's a lot of the same people you'll be able to inject some of your own thoughts into it as well. So I think it's going to be a really kind of a, a new chapter for this great program. Yep. Thank you. Chris, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Thanks, folks, everybody. Thank, yeah, folks, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Chris Kardashian, Route 66 Sprint Series. I clicked, if you're in there, I clicked the uh, the website link down there, route66cartracing.com. Go check it out. As soon as they open up the registration, we'll let you know at that point. Uh, we'll be able to dial things in from there. Folks, we do really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank you so much. On behalf of Chris Kardashian, my name's Rob Haddon.